This is GSAP Conversations from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dina Malandraus. Thanks for listening. I'm James Graham, Director of Publications at Columbia GSAP and the school's imprint, Columbia Books on Architecture and the City. During the opening days of the 2017 Chicago Architecture Biennial, Columbia GSAP co-hosted the conference Making Books Now with biennial curators Sharon Johnson and Mark Lee. We invited biennial participants who deliberately explored bookmaking in various ways as means to produce and express architectural thought. The event was structured as a series of conversations in which the architects were asked not to present their own work, but instead to engage and respond to one another's recent publications. This podcast is one in a series of six of these exchanges recorded at the Chicago Cultural Center on September 15th, 2017. This episode features Hilary Sample and Michael Meredith of Moss in conversation with Florian Edenberg of So Ill. Moss has published a number of books recently, and in this conversation they focus on selected works of 2016 and So Ill's recently published Order, Edge, Aura. First of all, Jing Yu is also supposed to sit over there. And then actually this book would also, uh, I, I need to acknowledge Ilias Papagiorgiou, our third partner who was very much involved in making this book as well. So he's also sitting somewhere over here. I had one thought yeah. to start. First of all, I wanted to say that this is an incredibly nice book. So I focused on looking at this book because you guys have made multiple books, but this is the one that I it's was thinking about. And then I thought, how can you... Uh, prepare for a conversation with you guys and then I thought it's like maybe it's since you guys moved to Harlem that you think of cool a certain sort of jazz cat cool sort of fusion where where everything is considered and so it's although we're going to improvise and although we're jamming it's sort of the idea that you're jamming with the Brecker brothers or something where there's sort of this fusion cool jazz a little bit of synthesizer you know a little bit but precise and a that, little bit I, synthesizer, for sure. Yeah, yes, I, I and that. I felt yeah. that this book is very precise, right? Very, very, because okay. I think everything you guys do is very precise. And I also really thought it was a very beautiful and joyous book. Yeah, should we just give like thoughts on each other's books? Yeah, I will give, that's yeah. what actually what I just only um, positive things. Yeah, no, I'm gonna yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. be positive yeah. too. I think. <laughs> What I, I brought two books because yeah. I, these both arrived in the mail at the same time. One is, is your book, and then the other one was Ben Lerner's The Hatred of Poetry. And they go well together, actually. And the one thing I thought that was surprising when reading your book, I mean, it's a beautiful book, is just how poetic it is in some weird way. The language is very mysterious. Even the, the, there's like some strange interviews in there where it's like almost existential craziness, absurd, it's kind of surrealist things. And I was trying to figure out like what all these things are doing, and in some ways there is this kind of one level. I, whenever I read anything, anyways, now I mean this is horrible when you're an architect. I just replace whatever word with architecture. So like I read like the hatred of poetry, and I just think the hatred of architecture. And I was thinking that I think a, a lot of us, everyone will probably disagree, have a kind of hatred for architecture at some basic level. A kind of I don't know, maybe, yeah, of course, Hillary, we, we haven't really talked about this, but there's a kind of, there is a, there is a kind of sense of like, you're, of a constant, like, and part of it is like the thesis of it, which is very, it's a very, it's not like one of his best pieces of writing, I think, Ben Lerner. 
but the thesis is very simple. It's like says, you know, this kind of hatred of poetry is, is in a way, it's this incredibly enabling and enfranchising thing. And it produces the opposite in the end. It's kind of, you know, the punchline is on love. And there is that sense. I mean, the book tries to destroy books of monographs. It tries to turn everything. It's like becomes a continuum. It's hard to decipher it. It's not project by project. It's like a kind of cloud of, of things. The language is hard for, to figure out. It's mysterious. It's, uh, like I said, abstract, absurd at times. But it produces this, it, in its destruction of, of things, it produces something. And I, I think it's just, that's kind of a feat. Thank you. Yeah. Now, can, should I read our G-chat conversations? Oh, no. <laughs> no, we were talking about the conversations that you said. It's interesting that, they, that we were paired, but I understand in some way maybe why. And we have some sort of ongoing conversation, I think. But one is indeed on sort of a level of G-chat, which is like oh the most... God, yeah. That's where it all happens. Yeah. Text messages and G-chats my whole life. Yeah. No, but I think this exchange on that level, and then there's an, a, a whole different level of conversation, but I think you cannot have one without the other in a certain sense. So going through this book, you also speak about, and I think, Hillary, it's your uh, introduction, that you construct buildings in the same way that you're constructing drawings, and that you have joy in both, and that you see them both as individual projects by themselves. And it seems that all the drawings in the book here have been constructed specifically for the book itself, right? Or yeah, I th and we talked about this before. Is a, I'm, in a way, it's a. I took it when you, you mentioned it before as a kind of critique, which is it's fine. Like, are the drawings done after the fact or with the, the building? I would say, for one, the type of work we do, and this is it's not true for everybody, but it's for us. Like, no, no project ever stops, no. honestly. It's kind of a strange phenomenon. We're constantly thinking about everything we've done even before and it kind of rethinking things and, and drawing from it and wishing and regretting certain decisions and whatever. It's a whole bunch of things yeah. constantly. And in some cases, I would say some pro it's not true for all of it. There's some drawings that we did after the fact and there's some drawings we did before the fact and there's some drawings that, are, that kind of were reworked constantly. The representational stuff, I would say we've always believed that part of the role of, of like the architects we admired was not only to produce nice buildings, but to invent forms of representation. Yeah. Like all great architects yeah. do that. That everything is part of the process, right? That we're always working in models, drawings, these things are iterative, you know, searching for materials even. I mean, I, I think just to maybe add a little bit to what Michael was saying before, the love I'll go more on the love side yeah. and the extension of that beyond somehow, but just thinking a little bit about the context of books in relation to the biennial and the work being done. And I think one of the things that um, you and Jing both talked about recently, I've seen you lecture in the spring, and then we also met more recently and, and sort of talked about the books, but I was really struck with how you were talking about the book in a way that it was represented materials. That's very hard. How do you represent materials through architecture? How do you represent that in a book? It's almost impossible, but that you tried to do that through the book, which I was really interested in. And so that was surprising in a good way. You yeah. know, like it was a delight to find that. And I think that so much embodies your work in general, right? That it's always very material. But then how also it seemed as though Sharon and Mark were setting up maybe a question more for our generation in how can we through the biennial be more material somehow. Yeah. So I, that was very interesting to me too, because I think that 
you know, how do you even then, how do you represent materials? I mean, that's sort of one very simple kind of question. Yeah, and I think for us beyond, or sort of the material, but also uh, when we started to think about the book, we really thought about it as an architectural project that should almost be an architectural experience, so to say. And so we thought it as a, as a sort of a journey and indeed where you encounter certain things. And so I think the materiality, the texture, and working with Jeff Hahn, who was our graphic designer, who we worked with quite a bit. So I think where this book really is selected works and has you know projects in it, for us, we saw the book as a project in itself. It is not necessarily... Yeah. I mean, I think for us, I can say one of the, the pleasures of doing the book is to open it up to others this could be a counterpoint to that thing where it's a kind of internal and the conversations with ourselves, I don't know if we need to play those out in books. But the thing, for me, the, the great things out of this were kind of the essays by other writers, not yeah. architects. And Lucia's essay, John's and, and Matthew Allen's, they really affected our work. We, took, we read, the, I mean, like we do with anybody who writes on us, when we ask them, we don't, we, we just say, just write whatever you want. We don't yeah. really, if it could, it could, I, I actually really love, nobody does this anymore, but when, and I, I probably say I love it, then I, I probably would fear it also. But like the, you know, you think about like Frampton writing in the New York Five, yeah. like horrible critique, but it's also like kind of amazing, you know, that they were generous enough to allow for that. And, and opening yourself up to others. So like Lucia writes about making holes, like it literally affects us. We think, oh, we're making holes, and then we start, we like, yeah. change our, you know, for this, also we fill in the O with a yeah. hole, and we start to think about, like, that we're making holes, and, you know, we start to see things differently, and we focus on that in the work a little bit. You know, Matthew Allen talking about screenshot aesthetics, and, like, that kind of yeah. gets into our work. Um, I mean, it's probably even, it could, it's probably in the work already, and we just are not looking, you know, it just helps you see it in a different way, and so it, when doing these books, it really... At one level, you know, there's this thing, they are kind of like tombstones of work or something. They're kind of these weights of things. But at one level, they're great. Yeah. I mean, they're great for you to reflect on what you do and try to become better or something. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, obviously, we... So Lars Müller gave us one advice, is to not ask anybody else to write in the book because this is, a, you know, the book where you are... It was also our first book, so I think for yeah. us it was very important that it was sort of an agenda or it was some sort of a coming out. But this is exactly what I miss now, too, is that actually somebody reflects on the work. I mean, sometimes, indeed, if you ask somebody to write, it just becomes sort of a default complimentary essay. But I think the, the texts here are incredibly great and revealing and, and useful, uh, not just, I think, for you guys, but also for others. And I would love for the book to be judged, in that sense, as a project now for, for ourselves. Like, it's interesting now, people don't review monographs, for instance, anymore. Or like it's, So it's like, how do you get some feedback on the, the project itself. And that's where maybe this forum is also very, very good. I, I had one other maybe topic or question, maybe it comes to graphic design, but I think in some way we might have a similar attitude with working physical with models, with experimentation, with testing things both physical and digital. And I think we try to show the sort of messiness of the process, you know, very yeah. deliberately in the book. And I had a feeling in this book, it, the, the graphics is very... But there is a sort of a hardcore consistency, like every project is, you know, structured in a similar way. And I felt in some way that maybe the, some of the process and the experimentation that is very much mm -hmm. part of your work yeah. is maybe in some way flattened through the graphics here. And I was wondering, because you also mm -hmm. say that this is a 
complement to the first book, which was much more everything all at once and maybe much more that. And I was wondering if that was part of the conversation. Definitely. And I think thinking about this after thinking about the first book that we did with Neil, how this is distinctly different. And I think we also are working on other smaller scale things, which we're thinking about maybe a third book at some point, who knows? But uh, just how those things can be distinct projects on their own. And then... I don't uh, think we got so... Yeah, we don't get so... Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm, but I'm also saying that we don't, when we did the book, we're thinking like, it's not, I mean, every book is kind of precious, but at one level, we're like, we'll make this book, we're going to try to get some ideas out and do this thing, and then we'll make another book. Yeah, but this is and, sort of a serious book, no, in a way, it's like selected works, it's like a, it's, it's yeah, our names and are it's on a, the cover, it's a hard cover, but like, and it is, you know, it's numbered, and it is, in yes, some way, it is, we accepted a kind of monographic yeah. type. It's Let's also say, a book you can give to a client who wants to build something, and you can say, "Here, you look, think these that are the things we're building." I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> when we made our, when I when I showed that book to our to our to my dad, my dad said, yeah. "For who is this book?" Right? Like it's it's something oh not going to get you, you any tell, like, like the first book. Well, we did we did suffer a little bit for the first book, and Neil should will tell you like <laughs> like the first book was kind of like a concept thing. I mean, a really amazing text by Sylvia Levin. It was also super important for us thinking about our work, and. Everyone hated it. Like, everyone hated it. Like, remember Neil was saying he went to like some AIA thing and presented it, and they said, I hate this book. Like, they were straight out. They were like some, this is the worst book I've ever seen on architecture. And so we were like, well, and it's right, because it was illegible. I mean, it was like more of like, it's all, it was all about inks. Like, we were like, we're doing a printed book. We want to do like things you can't do on the screen. We want to do physicality of the ink. We did all these fluorescence. We were mixing fluorescence on fluorescence and doing whatever. And, and we sort of lost something in that. And we, the next book we were that's, thinking, that's what, yeah, and that's what comes out of it. We were like, let's try, let's try something. Maybe we'll find that right spot eventually. I actually do feel like we've gone to, we, we, books are always part of our practice in certain ways as research and I feel like we're getting better at them. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Well, I think we're just, we're trying to find other formats too. So by the extension of inviting people to write to, to also just work on and continue that. So in the latest book that was produced out of the Venice Biennial project last year, Again, inviting people to write texts and to reflect on the project a little bit and helping us to frame things and see ourselves and, you know, really have some consciousness about what we're working on. Uh, so it doesn't just seem, it's just drawings and, you know, now because also they're a little bit more repetitive maybe and yeah. hang together with a body, more like a body of work. So. I was thinking maybe for us, maybe the text, right, is a project in itself and for you the drawing is a project in itself. That's maybe the, the difference in that sense. I really did enjoy reading the book. I didn't think I would, honest, to be honest about it. I, I thought I would really like the pictures, and I thought I didn't know what to expect of the text, but the text is really funny and weird. And it's definitely multiple voices. I mean, the writing style and the, let's say, the sen- they're very different between the t- bodies of the text, and it sort of gives you a sense of, of an office in that regard. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good book. I, me- I mean it. So... And like there's like things, and I put like bookmark certain things, but there's some, like that interview for me was one of the highlights. I the, really liked it with... With Paula Hayes, the yeah. artist, yeah, yeah. And it's just like so bizarre and <laughs> absurd. And then there, there was, you know, I also, you know, you read books and you find things. Like, you know, I, I've moved on from indifference, I guess, Kirsten, to, to hatred now. But like the, <laughs> but like, um, you know, like that you were talking about, you started using, talking about indifference in there, and I thought like, oh... 
like every, there is a kind of thing in the air of, of between offices that trying to work through. So, uh, thank you all so much. <laughs> it, it, it's a pleasure to spend time with both of these books. I actually think of the cell book sort of as a Chris Marker film of sorts because like it's all about these yeah. kind of Secrets. details and close yeah. up and like it, it builds a sort of strange thing. In it, and because I was thinking maybe more about the, the recent Venice book, for y'all, I mean, I think to me the question of what happens to a drawing, a drawing that was meant to be experienced spatially as it begins to get adapted to other formats, I think they're both extremely interesting experiments in how you move through an architectural space, maybe accompanied with words, maybe not. I think the project of commissioning criticism is a really valuable one, yeah. and one that I think those of us who uh, sometimes pretend to write things should take very seriously. And so I think this was a great conversation. Thank you very much. This podcast was produced by Columbia GSAP in collaboration with ARC Daily. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.columbia.edu.